Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 276 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring or coaching. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed, stolen or just picked up somewhere online during the 24 years or so I've been in business. And from the tens of thousands of hours and tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education. And to do it all in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. So let's kick off with what I think is one of the most critical activities we must engage with as entrepreneurs and business people. Come to think of it, pretty much whatever we're doing in this world, whether it's professionally, domestically, academically, interpersonally even, this is probably the crucial element to a successful life, in my opinion. That makes all the difference between a day of effective activity and the productive use of your precious time and a day of listlessness, chaos and dithering. And it's so simple. Just have a plan for tomorrow. Really simple, right? Well, kind of. There's a catch, you see. That plan has to be written down to actually exist. If it's only in your head, then the plan will fail and fall apart pretty much as soon as it contacts reality. Because you'll begin to react to whatever comes along during the day. And as your attention is drawn to the latest problem, the crisis or the bright shiny thing, then the chances of you achieving what you set out to do at the start of the day are massively diminished. Now, given that it only takes about five minutes to plan for tomorrow or maybe even the next two or three tomorrows why do so few people seem to do it i mean honestly do you do it if you write it down then bravo i salute you that means you're probably well on your way to better time and better energy management which is a massive advantage for a business owner and entrepreneur and if you don't well, Aren't you really just saying that you have a plan? That you kind of have this invisible plan that lives in your head? You say, a, a written down plan day works like magic. Like you write your magic spell down the night before and then when you wake up you just step into the planned activities and follow the instructions you've written for yourself without having to make everything up on the fly dealing with all the distractions and the general turbulence of a normal day. Now, I am, as you may know, a huge fan of doing things on paper, and this is one of them. I'm a fan of paper because paper doesn't crash. How many times have you lost data on your phone or your tablet or some other device that's just gone upside down and doesn't work anymore? So, given that paper doesn't crash, it's a pretty cool way to do things. It's very quick, 
You don't have to fanny around with menus and scroll up and down. You can just blob it all out on the page. And remember that your paper doesn't get minimised like a phone app or closed like a PC window. And that means the paper doesn't require me to pick up my phone with all its alluring distractions, its alerts and notifications, all of which are notorious thieves of time, attention and energy. In fact, paper's pretty much frictionless. You just look at it and there's your plan written out for you on paper, just the way you did it the night before, ready to go. How cool is that? And of course, you wrote it out the night before, so paper has a strange effect on pricking your conscience. If you haven't done the thing that you've written on the paper, then the paper and the ink will stare back at you, unblinking, and subconsciously you're going to ask yourself what they want, why they're looking at you like that. And of course, they want to know why you didn't do that thing you committed yourself to doing. And after all, you put it in writing, for God's sake. So, for me, it's paper every time. I use uh, custom-printed pages on my big A4 file of facts because that's about the only format that works that I can deal with. See the week at a glance and, and a list of all the activities that I want to get done. So... I use vertical time blocks for my plan A and plan B activities. And there's a little bit of spare space for a, a plan C. As I discussed time blocking and time boxing in episode 217. Very briefly, the plan A stuff, the first column, is what I want to have happen tomorrow. It's what I will do if everything goes according to plan. And if that happens, wonderful. I just start at the top of the list, go down the list, hour by hour, pop out of a successful day, just the way I planned it at the end of the day. But of course, in the army we used to say that no plan survives contact with the enemy. Um, then we revert to plan B, and that's the, the next column on the right on each daily plan. That's the next best or the next most necessary thing that I must take care of if plan A is not available. And then the little bit of space on the right is for plan C. And plan C is frankly just thrown together when I realise that I can't do plan A. Plan B is completely foobar and I've got to get something done now. So it's just an absolute mad scramble to format a a plan for what's left of the day after multiple spanners have been thrown in the works, preventing me from executing plan A, preventing me from executing my plan B, the fallback position. So now I've just got to make things up as I go. But even having a plan for the scramble helps immensely. So typically a bog standard teaching day will have a, a plan A for the time before the teaching vortex opens. So I might be in the office working on my property business, writing, developing some teaching materials, recording in the studio or some other activity that I can crack on with before teaching starts. Then when I'm in the teaching vortex, which is typically many hours of non-stop back-to-back lessons with an occasional short break thrown in. Now, 
my teaching schedule is online so my students can book on there. But I find it really useful to just jot students' names or initials on my paper plan for the day. That's my plan A activity. And oftentimes that'll remind me of a query or request from a student when I write their names or their initials onto the paper at the appropriate time. And then, of course, after teaching, there must be something else, right? An extension to the teaching plan A. It might be go to the gym, go for a run, do a bit of cooking, go out and ride my bicycle, get in the office and do a bit more, whatever it is I fancy doing. And then the block of time that I also put in once in a while is for me to do fun stuff. Now, I've been spectacularly bad at this in the past, but what I find is that if I block in the me time, it massively increases the chances that I'll take that time away from proper productive work to meet friends, ride my bike, go shooting, go for a walk, annoy my son. You know, the usual stuff that makes life really good fun. They're all planning activities. The plan Bs, however, are the they're an automatic fallback position. Just in case. Just in case students can't make the lessons. Just in case we have another power cut, which is quite common here in the sticks when trees are blown onto the power lines and rip the power lines down. Or maybe some other problem completely buggers up my plan A stuff. Now, it's so much easier to get all this down on paper the night before. So you literally just step into tomorrow. And usually the night before, whilst you're making the plan, you'll spot potential conflicts and obstacles and figure out how to get around them as you're making the plans. And that way you don't blunder into a minefield first thing tomorrow morning. I've tried getting through the day both ways, sort of flying by the seat of my gorgeously upholstered pants and, and scribbling it down on paper. Now, the pantsing stuff is it's just awful. When you've got a busy life and a business, you can't hold everything in your memory. So I used to feel overwhelmed quite a lot and often felt like I was completely out of control. This is not good. So I started planning again. And what I found was even if, if I have a really bad plan, it's way better than trying to pants it. And I don't know how it is for you guys. Am I alone in making this kind of A, B and space for scramble plan C kind of a plan? How do you plan your days? I'm really curious as to how many people within the teaching and tutoring game actually plan each day in advance. Or do you just sort of blunder into it and try and make it through the day the best you can? So I suppose my question here is, is it just me? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you and how you do it. Maybe I can learn from you. Maybe you tell me you don't have a plan. But remember, I'm only here to help and to share what I've learned and what works for me. So let me know what you do. Ping me an email over. It's info at com, Or you can find me on Twitter, where I am, at Tudor Podcast. So if you haven't already done so, please like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast and I will be back next week.
with more no BS ideas and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I do mine. Was this year 24 of, of teaching guitar? And I just love it. I hope you love your teaching business the way I do mine. Till then, I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. See you next week. Until then, stay healthy, stay useful. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.